0: Whitaker Weekly is a three-episode in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. I'm Andrew. I'm Lee. And this is Wicker Weekly. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, so some news that I came across this week. A lot of gaming news, actually. Um, mm. One, Tifa Lockhart is has been announced for the new D- Dissidia NT as a downloadable character. Um, um, Dissidia is the Final Fantasy fighting game with really, really over-the-top battles where they're flying through the air and doing crazy combos and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i had it for the psp and it was a whole lot of fun i was really excited about the ps4 version uh but they made it a 3v3 fighter instead of 1v1 and i played the free version of it that they released recently and it's it's not my cup of tea i'm hoping that the next dissidia game is going to be 1v1 again just because i really don't care for 3v3 it's just a bit too it's a bit too chaotic for my personal tastes but uh, anyways um they announced Tifa for that game, um, which is great because she's a wonderful character. Uh, next up, uh, One Punch Man is also getting a fighting game, um, and uh, One Punch Man, unfortunately, it's also a three v three fighting game. So, uh, but the trailer for it was pretty great. The uh, like, Saitama, in in all the combat that I saw him in, yeah, he didn't react to a single punch thrown at him or a single attack like they, they landed on him but he didn't flinch and he didn't react like the normal way that you would in a fighting game um and then uh in some uh some retro gaming news the commodore 64 is getting a re-release this winter they made a mini one last year and it was or a few years back uh-huh. and it uh it sold like crazy but uh this is just a plug and play device kind of like the nintendo uh like the the Nintendo Mini and the SNES Mini mm-hmm. or the classic consoles, um, but uh, this one instead of having a handful of games, it's got pretty much every game that the Commodore sixty four ever played. You can literally literally plug it into your computer with a USB drive and even download more games onto it. It's designed for specifically that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna get it if I'm gonna get it, but you know, people who are into older games than I'm into uh, may enjoy that quite a bit. Cool. Okay, uh, and then the last bit of news I kind of kind of wanted to cover. Uh, there's a Fist of the North Star mobile game that's launching soon, and it's actually also coming to the states. Wow! Um, yeah, kind of surprising. Um, yeah. Then again, I guess Fist of the North Star. I, I don't know if it's been gaining popularity, but uh, it. Uh, there,
1: there's been more and more things about Fist of the North Star coming out. Um, you know, more me- like like for whatever reason. That his catchphrase, Omaewa Shinderu, became a huge meme. Omaewa
0: Moshinderu? Yeah, it became a huge meme. Uh Shinumonu ni oshiru na naronai. Which is another phrase of his that I wish would catch on. But uh, (laughs) Omaewa Moshinderu means uh, Uh, you're you're already dead, as as most of our listeners will already know. Uh, But Shinumonu ni oshiru na naronai Mm -hmm. means... I don't teach dead things. Things are uh, dead people. Things like my name. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Shinu mono ni to mm-hmm. people who are going to die or dying people. Yes. Oshieru na teach my name. Not onai. Don't do things like.
1: <laughs> that is that is an incredibly brutal
0: statement. Mm-hmm. I don't teach dead things my name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He has such awesome phrases. Anyways. uh, Yeah, so I may actually download that and check it out. Um, Anyway, that's kind of it for the news.
1: Um,
0: Except... Yeah, I didn't find anything much uh, to talk about news-wise this week. It's probably going to be my recommendation of the week next week, but I just wanted to go ahead and say that I also got um, Bloodstained Ritual of the Moon uh, in the mail last night uh, Mm -hmm. for the Switch. And that is the new metroidvania game by um by the actual guy i'm the his name is slipping my mind right now uh but the actual guy who made the castlevania games and it was a huge successful kickstarter years ago um and finally it's coming out and i played it for a couple hours so far and it's uh it's pretty fun you know um anyway uh so i guess that's it for for news but uh let's go ahead and move on to three episodes in huh
1: right this week it was my turn and I wanted to watch uh, *Demon Slayer*, *Kimetsu no Yaiba*. Which does that just mean? Is that just *Demon Slayer* twice, once in Himetsu English and once in
0: Japanese? *Kimetsu no Yaiba*. I, I don't know. Like, I'm not familiar with that name in uh, in Japanese. Because
1: um, we look it up on my anime list, and it just that the uh, the name of it is just um, mm-hmm. *Kimetsu no Yaiba*. But uh, yeah, Crunchyroll it, it, has it as uh, has Demon Slayer colon.
0: So yeah, it looks like like in the kanji, I'm looking at the kanji here for it now, and the second kanji is definitely the one for uh, uh, is definitely the one for hunter, which is uh, would be Yaiba in how we're reading it. Um so I guess Kimetsu means demon hunter. So yeah, it's just demons or demon slayer, you know, demon slayer, demon slayer is what it's being is what it's called. Okay, so,
1: yeah, well, they, anyway. they, they, did, they did the exact opposite in Jinro, the Wolf Brigade. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're like Wolfman, the Wolf Brigade. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, so the synopsis from uh, Crunchyroll reads It is the Taisho period in Japan. Tanjiro, a kind hearted boy who sells charcoal for a living, finds his family slaughtered by a demon. To make matters worse, his younger sister, Nezuo, the sole survivor, has been transformed into a demon herself. Though devastated by this grim reality, Tanjiro resolved to become a demon slayer so that he can turn his sister back into a human and kill the demon that massacred his family.
0: Mm. Okay. Um. So let's go ahead and just dive into it. Um, yeah. Uh, th- th- I found the pacing of the first three episodes
1: be, they weren't cramming a whole lot into them, but it flowed really
0: well. Well, episode oh. three, two years pass, so well, sure. or I guess in episodes one and two, it's a total of two years. Yeah, so but or sorry, two and three, two and three. But the but what I'm saying is that you know, last week the show
1: we watched, we just went on and on for an hour and a half because of all the little things that added up overall in the story. Yeah, and this yeah. one, this one, the pacing didn't feel so crammed. I felt mm, I that, that I mean not that the other one was bad it's just that I felt mm-hmm. like a, like it, it it felt smooth the pacing in this show felt smooth to me and I just was yeah. ready to keep watching more
0: yeah yeah uh that's uh and we should probably say that while you are critiquing the show you watched the show we watched, watched last week um between last wednesday and tonight you've already caught completely up with it yes i have, I have so a lot. Is uh that, so, is that,
1: i'm not saying that one's right or wrong it's just yeah, 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 different.
0: yeah. okay okay <laughs> i can see that um the pacing uh yeah it flowed it flowed really really well these first three episodes it just like it starts it, it starts off with um with uh it starts off with the hook, the after-the-massacre
1: hook, where uh-huh. our main character is walking through the, trudging Punch through the snow. Punch your own Nezuko. Mm-hmm. He's trudging through the snow in boots and carrying his mortally-wounded sister on his back, trying to get her mm-hmm. to town, uh, trudging through the snow in the forest on a mountain. Yep.
0: Uh, and and then, then
1: cut to... It's not, it's, it doesn't give you an exact time of how much earlier it was, but it's basically 24 hours earlier.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's the previous day, and you see his family. Um, he has a basket on his back for char- filled with charcoal, and his his mom comes out and says, "You don't have to go. It's you know, we're fine." He's like, "No, no, no. no. We need some ex- we need some extra money for the winter, so I'm going to go and sell this charcoal." And you know, he talks about how he's a good boy and uh, like his siblings want to go with him, and he's like, "No, it's too dangerous." He convinces them well, to stay behind. Sheets are bringing back treats and I'll, prom- I'll tonight i'll go ahead and read you a story before we go to bed type thing or i'll tell you a story mm-hmm. um and so he goes off by himself and he gets to town um and uh in town he uh like every the moment, yeah the moment he gets to
1: town he is slowly bombarded by everybody asking him for manual labor assistance
0: yeah, they weren't now, expecting or, him. Or they, they want to, want to buy, buy the charcoal. Mm-hmm.
1: Want to buy the charcoal? Help me! Thank you for helping me fix my sliding door mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. it is a very quick show, don't tell moment of, you know, just all the things that he the, the town appreciates him so much for all of the things he can do for them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and and so he's really just kind of a pillar of the community, as it were, mm-hmm. um, and. He's the kind of guy who doesn't say no to helping these people, and so he's out and about past nightfall. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to head back to the mountain when an old man um, in a cottage on the on the trail up the mountain informs him, "You are spending the night here. There are demons out."
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he won't take this old man will not take no for an answer. He's just like, no, uh-uh, no, you're coming in here. Demons come out after dark." You're staying here for the night. It's too dangerous for you to travel alone. He's like, Well, it's it's a good thing we're in like he he goes in, he eats a meal, and he thanks the old he thanks the uh the old man and just says, Thanks for the meal. Um, I'm glad we're indoors because that means we're safe from demons, right? And the old man's like, no. no. If they want to get in, they'll get in, but it's safer to be inside than outside. Yeah. So sorry, I just felt thought I felt my cat rubbed by my my leg. Um anyway, uh he spends the night. Next morning yes. he goes and he comes home and it's already been established that he has a very good sense of smell, a very good sense of smell. Like in the, in the town, uh, one of the things that someone asks him for help with, he's like, Hey, Hey, I'm being, he, blamed he being for- beaten bloody. Yeah. This, this guy, guy been- comes out bloody nose, bruised face, and he's holding a, a, a rag that has a broken plate on it. He's saying, I'm being blamed for breaking this. I didn't do it. Please, please. Can you prove to my, can you prove to her the woman who's bl- blaming him either his mother or his wife or something? Um, And he's saying, uh, please prove to her that I didn't do this. And he has him smell. And he's like, oh, I smell a cat. And she's like, oh, I guess my cat knocked it over. So... And the
1: guy's just glaring. like, now you believe him, but you wouldn't believe me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a funny Mm -hmm. little shot. Um, Yes, they establish that he has an amazing sense of smell. And that that becomes a major plot point for the rest Mm -hmm. of the first three episodes. His Um, sense of
0: smell saves his life quite a bit. And that's um, when
1: he's as he's coming home, he smells blood, and starts hurrying home, and finds that his family has basically been massacred, mm-hmm. and the only person who still has some body heat left in them is his sister, uh, Nezuko.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he he picks her up and and um that and then, then it loops back to what the hook was and he picks her up and uh, tries taking her back to the village and on her uh, his way there she starts to wake up and grows fangs and tries to attack him mm-hmm. they uh they fall down a cliffside um he slips because of the snow but is also saved by an impact from the snow mhm
0: uh, and she tries to uh, she tries to start and feasting it, on him. He gets up and sees her. He's like, "Put your coat back on, please. You don't have to worry about walking. You're still hurt. I'll carry you to the village." Not really realizing that she's the one who forced them to fall over, um, and uh, sh- and like she immediately jumps for him, jumps for him, and starts attacking him. Yeah, and she, she's about to she's, bite him.
1: She's on top. She she pins him to the ground. She's on top of him. She's trying to bite him. He's using the the handle of his hatchet to hold her mouth at bay. Yeah. She then proceeds to double in size as she's trying to get to him. Mm-hmm. And then, at this whole time, he's trying to figure out what to, the best course of action is in this situation. Mm-hmm. He can't hurt her. He doesn't want to die. He's She's all he has left. And he starts, you know, pleading, there's got to be some some of my sister left in there somewhere. Please. You've got to fight this. Come back mm-hmm. to me. And she... And in that moment starts to regain a bit of her humanity, and cries, realizing and what she, mm-hmm. realizing what she was about to do, or that what she had become. And, mm-hmm. um, at that moment, a demon hunter who had been tracking a demon and was half a day too late to save his family, comes out of nowhere to uh, cut her head
0: off. Mm-hmm. And, and what and, happens? Uh... It's it's pretty cool what happens. Um, it's uh, he like it, it, you see it from uh, from Tanjiro's um, point of view, and uh, he sees over his sister's shoulder this guy coming at them with his sword drawn, and he sees that he's aiming straight for uh, straight for on uh, Nezuko, and he just kind of pushes her. It's hard to describe. It's just—it's just so fluid, just so in motion, and he just pushes her to the side just as the sword's about to kill her, and, and it misses her. And then he gets up and stands her, between her and the. Uh, no and the it miss her. It cuts off his ponytail. Yeah, it misses her. That's right. It misses her, and it cuts off his ponytail. So he rolls with it. So he would have taken the hit for her. Mm-hmm. If the
1: guy hadn't pulled back at just the right moment, as well, or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so and yeah and then he's standing between her and the villain. The, the the demon hunter um wants wants to kill uh, well, uh, yeah the demon hunter is trying to kill her and um eventually get, he eventually he gets her he uh well mm-hmm. he gets, he he has her in an arm lock and yeah. with his katana ready to slay her as he's, he's lecturing he's- the boy on you know he, I've seen this a thousand times where somebody's family member becomes a demon and they think they think this one will be the one it'll be it'll f- be fine but it never fails it always happens the demon is, mm-hmm. the demon hunger is going to take over and she'll eventually eat. yeah she will eat you it's going mm-hmm. to happen
0: now now there's something I feel like we should talk about um real fast when he how how the swordsman gets her it's just kind of this really really cool thing where um, he's uh, he, he's he's threatening Tanjiro type thing, and he said, "I'm going to kill her. She is a demon, and I'm going to stop her from killing you," type thing. Yeah. And he's and um, Tanjiro decides that he's going to protect her the only way he knows how, and he dives down to try to cover her body to try to prevent him from killing her. Yeah. But then he hits the snow, and there's nothing there, and he gets up and he sees that the demon hunter has her. And he he she, he's got her both arms behind her back, holding her with just one hand with one hand, yes, yeah, he's holding like both of her wrists behind her back, and he's got his just his hand over them, and uh it's just showing how much more how much stronger he is than Tanjiro because Tanjiro was doing absolutely everything he could to try to keep her off him, and he was losing, yes, um yeah, no, I just thought that was that that was so cool anyways, um now the the fight continues uh-huh. and my
1: favorite part of that fight though is tanjiro throws a stone at the uh at, at the demon slayer mm-hmm. distracts him, runs, grabs another stone in his hatchet, throws another stone at him mm-hmm. um runs around a few trees, comes at him with uh, and it comes at him with his hand behind his back, um, ready to swing his hatchet. When mm-hmm. the um, basically, what what does he do? He uh, is it over his back or no? Is, anyway, the um, the sam, the uh, the samurai guy, the uh, the the demon hunter. T-U is his name. Okay. Uh huh.
0: Uh,
1: knocks him out with the uh, the pommel of his katana. Uh huh. I don't remember whether he hits him on his back or in his polar plexus. Or mm-hmm. um, Either way. So he's down for the count. Mm-hmm. And then the hatchet almost hits the guy in the head. Yeah, Because yeah. he had thrown the hatchet as a delayed reaction attack to get around him.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, now... We should probably say that Giyu, the, the swordsman, we learn his name here in a little bit, uh, he was taunting Tanjiro the entire time, saying, you think you're going to protect her? You think you can keep her safe? She's going to kill someone. And look what you did to try to do to keep her safe before. You used your body as a shield. You're a coward, you know? You can't do anything to protect her. If you were able to protect her, then, uh, you know, you wouldn't have lost her. You you wouldn't have handed it over to me like you did in the first place, type thing, you know. And Tanjiro decides to go ahead and step up, and that's when that's when that scene happens. Yep. And it's real cool. And uh, Giyu then realizes, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> and he and he he mentally realizes what just happened.
1: And then and then while he's di- and I think it was when he was dodging is when he let go of the sister. Mm-hmm. And the sister runs over to him and. Uh, what did you say his name was? Giyu. G I Y U.
0: Giyu. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Giyu notices is convinced he's about to watch her eat her brother. Uh-huh. When she when she then fa- hunches over him but faces Giyu like a feral animal trying to protect its young or its mm-hmm. it, she she's there protecting her brother. He's mm-hmm. never seen a demon do that. Yeah. And, yeah. Th- and that starts to change. His- and so he knocks her out too. And when mm-hmm. they both wake up, that's when she's wearing her tr- her uh, trademark um, um, rod gag. Yeah, there's a a
0: metal rod in her mouth or something. It's not bamboo because she's strong enough to break through that super easy. But she's got a gag in her mouth from that point on. Yeah, it looks in, like in- – Yeah. It looks like it looks like it could be bamboo, but I don't think it's bamboo. It, it's a
1: scroll-shaped rod, uh huh, um, that's tied around the back of her head as well, mm-hmm. on some kind of silk-ish um, cord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's just is like that for the rest of the show, and mm-hmm. then he he um, he's told when he wakes up the. Uh, uh, oh. Giyu uh, Giyu, yeah when we he wakes up mm-hmm. Giyu tells him that uh, to go to the base of such and such a mountain and there, there's where he's going to meet uh, Sakonji. Yes, Sakonji 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 mm-hmm. Urokodaki mm-hmm. who will
0: uh, train him yeah, but we should we should point out what Gio, One of the reasons he decides that Tanjiro needs to be trained is his realization of what actually happened there with the hatchet. Yeah. Uh, where he,
1: so he threw he's the got second something.
0: rock... Uh, yeah. yeah, and Giyo re- realizes that... Th- goes through this mental image of what happened. When Tanjiro threw the second rock, his hand that had the hatchet was behind a tree, and he threw the hatchet up in the air while his hand was hidden. He then rushed Giyu with his hands behind him yep. to make Giyu think that he had the hatchet still. And he thought of all this just on the fly. So, and if Giyu hadn't noticed at the last moment that the hatchet was missing, he would have been killed by this kid. Yeah, He's like, wait a minute, where's the hatchet? And then he looks up and sees the hatchet flying at him and he barely has enough time to dodge it. It's so yeah. So cool. And that's when Giyu is just like... "Uh." Yeah, this kid needs to be trained. <laughs> <laughs> so he sends him to Sakonji and that's the end of the first yep. episode. Yep. Um and yeah, uh, it, it this episode. show moves super fast. So
1: Yep. And then in um this this anime also follows the tradition of not mm-hmm. showing the opening until the end mm-hmm. of the first episode. Now, mm-hmm. uh second episode starts with our main mm-hmm. character talking to a rice farmer asking mm-hmm. to buy his um his bamboo basket off of him with some extra bamboo and leaves mm-hmm. to help repair it. And the guy says, just take it. It's a basket full of holes. Just take it. And <laughs> our main character is so insistent
0: that he pay him that he injures the guy's hand putting it's like, coins no, in it. He's like, no, I'm paying you. Like he grabs the guy's hand, puts coins in it and walks off with the basket and the guy in the background is going, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Throwing
1: these pennies in the air this, because he can't hold on. The hand hurts too much. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and then what we find out what he does with the basket is he knows that uh-huh. demons can't handle sunlight. Mm-hmm. Or no, he's told demons can't handle sunlight. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so he's that. so he's weaving a basket for his sister that she can travel in while he's uh um for her own safety. Mm-hmm. And um and so he weaves the basket scene. and then he goes uh-huh. looking for her. And he finds her. He, he he. She's not in the cave that he thought, that he left her in. And then suddenly she is. She's burrowed a hole into the ground, and her just, just her eyes of her head are popped up out of the ground. It's like my sister has turned into a mole.
0: <laughs> um. And he, yeah, he then realizes just how bad how afraid she is of sunlight when she does that. Um, and, uh, we see later on why she's afraid of sunlight, but yeah, it was, Giyu told her, told him that you're, she's okay for now because of the clouded over sky you have here in the, in the snow, but where you're going, there's not going to be any snow and it's going to be clear. So you're, you're going to have to travel at night. And he's like, well, I don't want to just travel at night. So let's go ahead and do this. And so he comes up with a compromise. Um, and, uh, which which <laughs> it's is 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 pretty this basket it's this pretty cute scene where he's just like, here's this basket I I've, I've fixed. And it should be enough to protect you from the sun. Like, you go ahead and be in this basket. I'll just carry you during the day. And then we, then we can walk at night. And she's just like staring at him. And he's just like saying over and over and over again, like, basket, basket. Ba- you, you can ride in the basket, right? And she's just like, and she gets up. And she climbs up, she climbs out. And she goes into the basket. And her legs are sticking out of it. And she's like, she's way too big to fit into it. And he's, and he's just yes. like, Oh, the, she's, the basket goes She's grown so much. Has she? Basket. Yeah. Uh huh. In it's the of an eye, she's basket, so it goes from his, the small of his back to his shoulder, mm-hmm. which is fine for a small child to write in. Yeah. But she's not a small child anymore. She's fourteen, um, right. so she can't fit in it. But then he's like, "Wait a minute, you grew when uh, you were when you were attacking me. Can you shrink?" And she's like, "Huh?" And then she just shrinks and fits into the basket, and so they're good. And then yeah. he's walking with a... And he, he uh, pets her head, like, get yeah. a girl, you shrink! He, and, she's hap- and she's proud about it. You can see her kind of grinning, like, you know, type thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she and uh, him, uh, like, he then, at, when she's in the basket, he puts a blanket over it to go ahead and protect it even more from sunlight. Um, and they start traveling towards uh, this mountain that he was yeah. told to go to. He's warned by some people that he needs to stay off that he needs to, you know, be careful because some people have gone missing recently. He's like, it's okay, I'll be fine. And as he's walking to the mountain, he smells blood. Yes. his, well, his height so, sense so he just...
1: walks all day long, and then night falls, and so she gets out of the basket, and they're walking together, side mm-hmm. by side. And that's when he smells blood. And they're approaching a what appears to be a shrine
0: or temple of some kind, and that's when he smells blood. Yeah. Well yeah he smells the blood and then he rushes up and he sees that it's in a temple and then he he
1: rushes up the stairs across the courtyard (laughs) opens the door shouts is everybody okay
0: and as soon as he opens the door he sees the demon and this demon is eating dead bodies uh dead humans and uh he and his sister are just kind of staring there and you see his sister uh her mouth is uh like, water is coming from her mouth. It's not from she, her eyes. Yeah, she's, she's drooling. She's absolutely
1: drooling. She's uncontrollably salivating and dripping uh-huh. uh, at, the, at, sight at of, the sight of human, human gore. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And uh, the demon tackles... The, the demon first says that, this is my territory, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes, oh, it's two human children. I thought one of you was a demon. And he tackles the boy, he ta- he tackles t- a Tanjiro, or he tries to at first, but Tanjiro flips back and cuts his neck with his hatchet, yes. which is a pretty cool move on Tanjiro's part, but then the demon regenerates it instantly. He's just like, this is nothing to me. And he goes after the boy, and uh, as he's about to kill him, because he's, like, he's increased his speed and his strength and stuff like that, what happens is he's about to kill him.
1: Just as he's about to kill him, suddenly out of nowhere the sister comes by
0: mm-hmm.
1: and kicks the demon's head off the demon's shoulders and
0: it goes flying into a tree and it's not even a flying kick it's not like a martial arts kick or anything it's like a child kicking somebody eh. and she had the strength it's like eh! and she just had the strength to kick his head off
1: and so well, turns and so our out he heroes in there
0: doesn't kill it
1: yeah, so he's sitting there, horrified at the at this decapitated body, horrified that his sister just killed somebody outright like this, and then the sister kicks the body right after it was about to get him again.
0: Yep, yep, and then he realizes that the body is, and the, de- the demon is still very much alive, that beheading it didn't kill it. Nope. And the demon starts taunting him, saying, like, you think something like that's going to stop a demon? Ha <laughs> ha, you know, type thing. And so the body starts fighting uh, Nezuko, uh-huh. And the head grows another pair of arms out of, its, arms neck coming out of its neck, yes. and starts attacking uh, Tanjiro.
1: So it attacks Tanjiro. It it jumps up. He he he's about to. He's trying to help his sister, and to kind of try to hack away at the body with a hatchet. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. the head hops up to stop him, uh, the head hops up to attack him, and he barely, at the last second, defends himself and gets and ends up with the uh, the hatchet in. Being held tight by the demon's teeth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then the demon yeah you know, grows its arms and grows the ha- and it uses its hair to tie itself to the uh, the hatchet so he won't let go. Mm-hmm. And there's a struggle, there's uh, some some uh, fighting happening there, and eventually he just throws the hatchet into a tree,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it pins the demon head to the like yeah. Uh, I, I was trying to grab
0: onto it, but now my hair's all tangled. How do I get out of yes. this? I can't get down, and uh, he uses his scent to follow the demon uh, through the forest. And he comes across the demon. Uh, The demon has uh, Nezuko pinned to the ground, and it's just beating on her. Yeah. Um. And he comes and he just rushes and he tackles the demon, and doesn't think through. Doesn't think it through because there's a cliff right next to them, and so he tackles the demon off the cliff. And then we have suddenly reminded
1: (laughs) me of the uh, that scene from. Uh, uh, Batman Begins, where he's all he's told you'd never learn to mind your surroundings.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that, that that's exactly what that scene is. Mm-hmm.
0: But he just jumps. He just jumped into the, uh, into uh, so the demon tackles him off the cliff, and then we've got the cliff. Ha- we've got the cliffhanger, I guess, because it's huh. uh, it's uh, the commercial break. But then they show immediately what's going to happen. Like, uh, I mean, seriously, could you not just wait? <laughs> the commercials. but like the commercial I, I really like the commercial cuts in this one because it looks like it's showing scenes from the manga uh-huh. and just kind of not really animating them just like kind of coloring them and yeah. in this one it's it's netsuko's hand grabbing um tanjiro's hand um and that's not exactly what happened but she, no, does she grabs the back of his collar taller. yeah And the body keeps falling, the demon's body keeps falling and slams neck first into a boulder below and just falls over dead. There's no more life in it. Right. Um, Which causes the head to lose consciousness. Yeah, which causes the head to lose consciousness. And they go back and uh, Tanjiro uh, gets his axe um, from the... Oh no, he pulls out a knife. He's got a knife. He pulls out a small knife and he's struggling to kill this thing. He's like, he knows he needs to kill it, but he doesn't have what it takes at this point he's right he is second-guessing himself he's like i've got to, i've got to kill it it's a demon i need to kill it and i need to protect me i need to protect my sister um and, then and he that's a when a man,
1: a man in a red goblin mask appears behind him that, uh, he
0: did, a, that he didn't hear coming it's a tengu mask uh in uh japanese uh, in japan um the subtitle is translated as a, a goblin yeah but I know, I know. I'm just clarifying for our, our watchers. Uh, it's a it's a Tengu mask. So, okay. Subtitles don't always get it right. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, he comes up and he says, "Boy, that's not enough. That's not enough to kill it."
1: And, and so he goes, thinks about it. He picks
0: up a rock instead, yeah.
1: and now he's hesitating, thinking he but, wants to kill it in one hit so it doesn't suffer but is this even going to be enough to do it would it even work and he's just hesitating so much
0: well first he asks the old man what should well then what should i do and he said don't ask me look for the answer yourself and he goes over and picks up a rock but he can't do it and uh he uh and then uh like he can't do it the demon wakes up and the demon is threatening and saying i'm going to kill you i'm going to kill you i'm going to kill your sister Each and, of his, both. and he still can't bring himself to kill the demon um and then the sun rises and the demon is turned to ash in pretty instantly yeah just instantaneously and he's like oh i guess i guess that's why they avoid the sun and Mm -hmm. then he starts he starts freaking out because his sister's not around him and he realizes he, he goes to the shrine and he sees his sister hiding from the sun in the shrine um he walks up to the old man and uh he says uh and the old man he learns that the old man is the man he's been sent to to train under. Yeah. And the old man's like no. Well, why not? You 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 are too kind. You're too hesitant. Um you take too long to make choices. Yeah. So. You take too long to make choices. And he's like and he's like no I don't. And he's like okay, if your sister uh if your if your sister kills an innocent what do you do? And he can't and answer. Too long answer, yeah. Uh, he took too long to decide, and then the old man just says, there, you took too long to decide. There's two things to do. You kill your sister, and then you kill yourself.
1: Because that is the life you've chosen, by bringing your demon sister
0: out into the world with you. Mm-hmm. You kill, And that is the one thing you must absolutely never allow to happen. You must never allow your sister to kill an innocent. Do you understand me? Um, and then he trains the boy. And it's, uh, he trains under him for a year, but the first thing I want to say.
1: Okay. So, so before the training even starts is he makes him run cross country, carrying sister on his back Mm -hmm. and then he's completely out of breath and says, did I pass?
0: He's like, the test hasn't even started yet. Your test starts now. Uh Uh-huh. They put the sister in a house. Uh-huh. Um, and she's protected from the sun. She's in a room where she's not gonna have to worry about it, and she's sleeping. Um, and the uh, the um, then the said, old so man they t- then the old man says, "Your test is at the top of this mountain. I'm having you climb a mountain." And he's just like, "Oh, really? Now, after he's exhausted for running cross country all day long, with this, um, this literally." Literally all day long because it's it's night when they arrived and it was dawn when they left. <laughs> it was dawn when they
1: started and it's mm-hmm. night when when they dawn when they left, night mm-hmm. when they got to the uh, to the base of the mountain and then he puts him goes to the top of the mountain in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. tells him at the top of the mountain here's your task get back to the base of the mountain before sunrise mm-hmm. doesn't tell
0: him that he's booby trapped the mountain. And yeah, he just disappears in, into, the, uh, into the mists. Yeah, he doesn't tell me booboo Trapped the Mountain. He's like, oh, this is gonna be easy. And he starts running down, and then suddenly he starts activating traps. Yeah, he first he trips over a tripwire. It, it flings rocks at him, and then he falls into a pit and he realizes, wait, this mountain is littered with traps. That's my test. I've got to get back down here before morning without killing myself. And he stops and he this is something I really really wanted to talk about. Uh kind of leads into two things that I kind of that I wrote down um i want to talk about the animation of the sense of things uh he he using his nose he's like traps set by humans have a scent to them because they smell like humans mm-hmm. and so he starts smelling and he like there's just all these beautiful artistic streams of blue mist and it's not like regular mist it's like very very artistic almost like from the wind waker um if you've seen kind of the uh the artistic style that they do smoke in that. Yes. Um, uh, and it and and those are the sense. And I, I, I wanted to talk about this a while ago, but we didn't get the chance we just kind of went into the episodes and whatnot. But this show, I love the animation for it. I just love it. It feels like a return to old school animation again kind of like with Megalo blocks, which is we, we talked about in an earlier Megalo episode. Box, yes. Megalo box, yeah, Megalo box, like we talked about in an earlier uh, episode. Yes, um, But it just, it has that old school style and feel to it, as opposed to newer anime. Right. Um,
1: there, there, there's less of the focus on the moe that newer yes. anime seems to uh, try to capitalize on. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, anyways. Not, not, that there, about...
1: not that there aren't moe elements. It's just that it seems to be less of the focus.
0: There are cute things in it, yes, but it's definitely that's not the purpose of this show. This isn't this isn't a show where you know, like, okay, Uh, Rising the Shield Hero. I adore that show. They can very easily sell Nendroids of Raftalia, Okay, they've even got pre-orders up for it already on Crunchyroll.com, and I'm pretty sure that if they wanted to, if this show is popular enough, they could probably sell Nendroids of Nezuko as well because she's freaking adorable.
1: Yes.
0: But uh, neither of those shows are really that moe thing, you know. Correct. Um, but, anyways, uh, it's 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 really hard to put into words. It's really hard to put into words. It, 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 but it's it's,
1: a it's distinctly
0: Japanese concept, and mm-hmm. so it's very
1: difficult to explain moe in English.
0: Yeah. It's difficult enough to explain it in Japanese, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it. It feels like an old school return to form of anime, and like uh, that's why, yeah. like like nineties shonen anime, yeah. like that's why it. Uh, when I first saw it, I thought that it was something like, and I talked about this in our last episode. I felt it was like Ushio and Toro, where it was an older manga that had finally that had finally been adapted. But no, like the first issues of the manga, are weren't that long ago, mm. so. Yeah. I mean, okay. it wasn't that long ago when this first started. Right. Uh, um, yeah. February 15th 2016 is the release of the first uh, manga. Issue 11 right. 2016 for Weekly Shonen Jump. So, That's three years ago? That's not mm-hmm. long for a,
1: uh, nope. a, a, a manga to anime arc at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So, as it's coming down the mountain, like we were saying, um, some of the traps started resembling the, uh, swinging logs from Empire Strikes Back. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, Return of the Jedi. My, my mistake. hmm Um, as he's just, you know, and, and then some of the uh, traps seem to be, uh, um tightly wound bamboo shoots mm-hmm. that want to be standing up straight and so they start flinging him into the sky. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he also and notices
1: just, that... Like, he, just because I'm getting better at detecting these traps doesn't mean I'm physically capable of dodging them.
0: Well, I think if I recall correctly, he also points out that some of them don't have that smell. That some of them don't smell like they're set up by humans. Hmm. And that... Uh, that I want I, I, I want to talk about that after we get to the end of episode three, My my kind of theory about that. Um, but, uh, I could have just misread something when I was reading the, when I was, uh, right. Focus, focusing on something else, but I'm pretty sure he pointed out that some of them don't like some of them don't have that same smell.
1: Traps set by humans have a distinct smell is something he said. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he's being able to smell the traps better and better, but Mm -hmm. just because he can smell them and know that they're coming doesn't mean he's physically capable of dodging Mm -hmm. them as they're coming. Uh, but eventually, he makes it dip at, down to the bottom of the mountain before sunrise, in the early hours of the morning, beaten and bloodied, and passes out at the old man's front door.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and the old man's like, "Okay, I'll train you." And uh, right, that's that sort of the, end the training. Much.
1: No, it was at the end of the second episode, right?
0: Yeah, think I guess it so. was. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was the end of episode two because uh, he. Uh, because That's right. The first Cause, time cause, they show...
1: because they end up, first,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode three is all about training him.
1: Yeah. The first episode half of it is yeah. The first half of episode three is mm-hmm. where uh, he's teaching him everything he knows.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, for episode at the end of episode two, it's the first time we also see you there. Next time. Which is stills from the manga, and then they pop out and start talking about what's going to happen next. And you know, Nezuko can't really talk, so she just kind of murmurs, "Uh huh, huh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh, uh huh." And Tanjiro is talking about, "Oh, oh, do you guys want to know what the what the age is for, uh, for uh, Sa- Sakonji? His age is." And then Sakonji says, uh, "Tanjiro, what do you want for dinner? This or this? Um, um, um too slow. You can't make decisions quickly. I'll have this." yes he he interrupts the age
1: discussion thinking that he's been caught
0: yeah that's
1: yeah. adorable um the other thing and the same thing something something nearly identical happens at the end of episode three where he talks about you know the reason he wears the mask is because underneath it he's too cute to be taken seriously
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's the end of episode three uh pretty great uh, not gonna lie yeah Uh,
1: so episode three, the first half of episode three is training him on how to do certain things. And so he starts off going down the mountain. Apparently he's going down the mountain every day, trying to dodge these traps and getting better and better and better at it. And once he gets to a certain Mm -hmm. level, that's when the, his teacher starts training him about, um, uh, uh, at that let's see, what was it? At some point. He now has to take carry a sword with him as he's going down the mountain, and that makes yep. things
0: harder for him. I think it's- I think that was at the six month mark. He's having him carry yep. the sword with him, and that's throwing off all of his muscle memory that he had built up up to that point. Uh, and now he has to relearn relearn it all. Yep. Um, at
1: that point, it also um, he's also trained on how to use the sword and has taught that the swords break very easily if weight is applied a certain way, but if you have to use it just right and then it is a perfect cutting tool. Uh-huh. And, says, and then that's when his teacher tells him, if you break that sword, I break your bones. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, and uh, it's just this long, it's, it's just this montage, but uh, every time he comes home, his sister is sleeping. And they didn't really reveal this in episode two, but apparently she's, She's in a coma of sorts. She's in Uh, some kind of coma that she's been asleep for two... She's asleep the entire time that he's training. the the entire two years years. he's training. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. entire two years he's training, she's asleep. And he realizes that one of his biggest fears is, you know, waking up one day and she's dead. That she just died in her sleep and never woke up again. Um, But he, uh... He, uh... There's this great shot where after he's done running down the mountain and one of the reasons he's run, like one of the reasons they're at this mountain is because this mountain is higher than others. So the air is thinner. So he's being forced to learn how to breathe in a different way. Yeah. Um, and as he comes down this mountain uh, and like well. After he comes down the mountain, I was saying before, he's got a sword and he's doing that, you know, yeah, 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 the sword. He's, doing,
1: he's doing the Kendo straightforward attack
0: uh-huh just the kendo straightforward and he does it a thousand times and he's exhausted and then uh, the old man from behind says great give me 500 more and there's just this great comedic shot of him suddenly going all white and just you know jagged edges from the shock yeah. of needing to do 500 more That's great. uh yeah. yeah so after a year of training the old man says i have nothing more to train you But like this is going to be your final test because apparently he can train him but in order to be accepted into the order he has to pass a a trial and he says in order for you to be admitted to this trial there's one more thing you need to that i need you to do he takes him into the middle of the forest and he says this boulder this massive boulder you know huge huge boulder he says
1: gotta be about seven mm -hmm. feet in diameter Mm mm-hmm Spherical boulder with um, this decorative, very, this ancient cha- ancient Japanese uh, style of this very thick rope with charms yeah,
0: mm-hmm. um, hanging down s- from it. Which usually means that it's sacred in some yeah. way or another. That it's a sa- sacred boulder. Yeah, that and was done he, around uh, a
1: tree, Tenchi Muyo. We've seen it in anime all the time.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, cut this boulder. Like, Is a boulder something you can cut? You know? And the teacher just he, walks yeah, away. He-
1: yeah, he cries out to his teacher, trying to figure out, okay, what what do you mean by? Did you use the right word? Did you mean to say cut, mm-hmm. sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, yeah, he just walks away. And so there he is in the, there he is every day trying to uh, train and get better. And um, at least he knows enough that when he's swinging the sword, he's not breaking the sword against the stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not even close to what he needs to be doing. And so he's he's going through the motions. He's He's been keeping a journal, and so every training step he's been taking, he's been doing, but he's been memorizing it mentally. He hasn't been incorporating his training into his body and soul the way mm-hmm. that uh, a martial mm-hmm. artist is supposed to. Um, and that's when a uh, a young man in a fox mask uh, appears and ridicules him for uh, weeping and crying mm-hmm. at the uh, stone. And we come to find out this character's name is Sabito. Sabito.
0: And uh, he's wearing a fox mask, and he's got a scar along the mask. Yes. Um, And he uh, and he starts you know, they get into this fight, and Sabito just brutalizes him, you know? Sabito's just, got a he got, has a bokken, a
1: wooden katana that he's uh, just thrashing him with.
0: Yeah, well, and like Sabito says, fight me, and Tanjiro's just like, I have a real sword and you have a wooden one. I don't want to hurt you. And he's like, You can't hurt me because you can't touch me, type hey, thing. You know? You're know, adorable. Walking. You think you can hurt me. Exactly. And he just beats the, t- like, he hits him over and over and over again. And finally, there's this one shot where he just brings the sword up and hits Tanjiro on the chin. Right after
1: dodging a near-missed strike.
0: Yeah, right after... And it's just this incredibly animated scene. It's just so beautiful. He just steps to the side, dodges it, kind of like a fluid motion, you know, not even really moving his feet. It's just suddenly he's over here and just swings up, hits Tanjiro on the chin. Tanjiro goes flying back um, and ends out. Uh, out cold. And <laughs> Sabito says to a younger girl with another fox mask only it's not in front of her face it's on the side of her face uh-huh. and he says uh, uh i'll leave it to you uh from here on it's up to you yep. and uh she wakes he wakes tanjiro wakes up in the evening and tanjiro just like whoa where's where's that guy where's that guy i mean that was beautiful did you see what he did that was incredible i need to learn how to do that how does he do that you know and yeah. uh she teaches him and she's like and she she over the ne- uh, over the next six months, she teaches him. She teaches him how to get rid of useless movements, how to be more precise and do things, um, and why to incorporate the breathing he's been taught. Yep, and that's something that Sabito gets upset at. That like Master uh, 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 Sakonji, Sakonji. Let me. I want to say it properly, Sakonji. He, um, you know, he taught you this breathing. This breathing is what makes you us makes humans strong enough to fight demons. Yeah. Uh, you have been prac you have been training every day. You should be beaten into your body so your body knows how to do it automatically. Type thing, you know. And yeah. he's just berating Tanjiro. But anyways, um, the little girl, she talks to, uh, well, she she trains him for the next mm-hmm. six months. And over and over again, he and Sabito have duels, and Sabito wins every single time. Um, until the uh, end of the six months, and the the six months, and his hair has now grown longer than it was when it first got cut. Um, and he, uh, and they and then, just have this standoff
1: between the and, two of them. And this time, Sabito doesn't have a wooden sword. Now he has yeah. a real sword, and they stand off. And it, it, during a freeze frame of the sub, the subtitles read that in a duel like this. Victory is simple. Whoever is stronger
0: or faster wins. Mm-hmm. And this time it's me. Mm-hmm. And they have this kind of this cool slow motion bit where they're both coming at each other, swords raised. And then in the blink of an eye, um, our main character, uh Tanjiro, Tanjiro, yeah, just sink his sword suddenly down while um Sabito's sword is still up. And yep. then you see the mask split. And the camera pans up, and you see Sabito's face, and he's got this kind of a sad smile on his face. And he says, good job, you finally did it. You know, you finally beat me. Um, and... Uh, yeah, uh, and it's interesting, because the, it's, uh-huh. first it starts
1: with a close-up on the smile below the nose. Mm-hmm. And you just see this sad uh, this melancholic smile appear on his face and then it pans up and you see that this is a young boy about the same age as the girl even though this entire time he's been been berating him on how to be a man his face doesn't his face belies his age and it doesn't fit the things he's been saying up till this point um so and then he disappears and then then these two characters kind of disappear into the fog all of a sudden Mm-hmm. And what happens when you really, and the fog, as the fog dissipates, and they, they're gone. They're gone. What, mm-hmm. what's this,
0: what did he actually do with that strike? With that strike, he split the boulder in half. And he's like, I remember cutting his mask in half, but the blade didn't pass through him. But I was looking at a stone that was split in two. And this is my theory. Okay. This is my theory. Those two are spirits on the mountain. They're mm. fox spirits. Um, and, like, foxes are very, very well known for, uh, you know, being playful, curious spirits and things like that in Japanese fol- folklore. Also helpful at times. Yes. Um, and like we talked about it before, this boulder was sacred. It had that knot around it and th- and those pieces of paper hanging off of it. Um, I believe that that boulder, that they are the, sp- the physical manifestations of the spirit of that boulder. Mm-hmm. And and they were they, training him on how to cut them. They were training him on how to cut them. That he had gone so far and so like. There's a scene where he has hit the boulder a couple more times with his sword, and he looks. You look. The camera shows his hands, and his hands are raw. He has blistered and broken through those blisters on his hand with how much he is holding and wielding that sword. Yes. Um. And I believe that. And that. Uh. Like earlier, like I said, some of them didn't have some of the traps didn't have sense of humans. I think that the people that were setting them, like the old man, set some of the traps, but I think that most of those traps were set by the foxes. Ah, so, and uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but that's my theory so far. That those foxes are spirits of the mountain, mm-hmm. and they were they stepped forward to help him. Okay, so
1: so, and that's pretty much where episode three ends. Is that he's about yeah. to go for he's about to go forth and and like i said before at the beginning of this episode that the the pacing of this is so smooth that i just wanted to keep watching
0: yeah yeah it, it I was almost, hard for me to stop i almost did but then i realized that i hadn't yet watched this week's isekai quartet and i haven't yet watched this week's uh, uh i was about to say goblins here but that hasn't been on for a couple of months i haven't watched this week's um shield hero yet so I, i've
1: managed to watch this week's shield hero um today the the last episode of the season of um uh, shield hero right well it's Josh a shield hero but um it's the name of it i i think this was the last episode of the season for uh we watched it last week the, the wise man's grandchild yeah yeah it was today too mm-hmm. so, so I've, managed, I've managed to catch up on all those cool i'm um, looking
0: forward to uh reading those
1: now watching them
0: the yes. Last episodes
1: now there's a couple of things that i'm looking forward to to in this anime that I've seen advertisements on, on uh, Crunchyroll and on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And one of those things is there's a character that we've been introduced to in the opening and closing credits who seems to be a major character. He's got short, blonde hair with the black lightning streaks coming through it. Mm -hmm. There's a scene coming up, and I don't know which episode it's in, but there's a clip where he's asleep and um, a demon comes into his bedroom. And Tangier is trying to wake him up. And he's not responding. He says, please, you've got to wake up. We've got to get out of here. There's a demon in here. And he gets up, assumes a perfect samurai quick draw pose. And then in a literal flash of lightning, crosses the room, draw, drawing his sword and decapitating the demon. The mm-hmm. demon spurts blood out of its neck. Mm-hmm puts the sword away and then wakes up and freaks out that there's a decapitated demon in his
0: room. Um so <laughs> I've only seen the bit where I've only like I saw this on Imgur but uh I saw the the bit where he's in the samurai pose and then he dashes yeah. across the room. Yeah. It's uh it's so cool. It's that like kind of matrix camera angle where it's above him and the camera pans down and over to the side and stuff like yes. that as he's in the pose. And all of a sudden, swoop, across the room, slash. There's a joke um, that they have put,
1: spent the entire year's budget on that shot. Oh, yeah. Because it's just oh, yeah. so good.
0: Um, but he. Uh, but then uh, he works out flips out. I'm on the wiki right now and I, I recognized him on the wiki. Uh-huh. And it says he's int- introduced in the next episode. So I don't know when that scene's going to happen, but he's introduced in the next episode. And there's also a a, a guy a... with yeah, There's ahead. also a guy with the boar head and two swords. Oh yes. And uh at the in the closing credits it shows them kind of having a friendship kind of fight in yelling at each other and stuff at the end mm-hmm. as Nezuko wakes up in the back of this house and he looks at them and the blonde guy See and they all notice her waking up and the Blanca has hearts over his head and stuff like that and he runs up after her and it's like the last shot of all of them walking walking towards her. So
1: apparently and I think uh, I, from what I've heard in episode 7 they introduce a demon that has been in the opening credits as one or two shots. Michael Jackson. It's, yes, Michael Jackson. The guy who's wearing a white fedora. It's, it he looks like Michael Jackson is a smooth criminal. His name is Michael Jackson, and he says he from yeah. time to time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's. Uh,
0: so
1: we're looking forward. To, so these are some things we're looking forward to. I will definitely be watching the rest of this series.
0: I don't know if he actually says he, he, but he looks like Michael Jackson. Like, you know, pale white face, black curly hair. He's got the white fedora and everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I know there are memes that are labeling him Michael Jackson at least anyways uh yeah i'm super looking forward to more of this i loved this show like i said it's like a throwback to old school 90s anime uh the stuff that we loved growing up and stuff like that so i can't wait to watch more of this uh if i didn't have other shows to watch and you know dinner to eat i would definitely be watching more of this right now but it's the end of the season for a couple of these shows and i i want to see them through till the end um all right so that's it for this week's three episodes in. Next week is my pick. And I'm excited that we're going in with our first... I'm i I'm excited to announce that we're going with our first theme month. Um, and I'm excited that I get to use this theme month as an excuse to finally get you to watch something. <laughs> um, All right. Now, what is the theme we decided on for the month of July? The theme for the month of July is going to be Americans in Anime. The weirder, the better. Okay. <laughs> um, and... Uh, because of that, I decided we're going to go ahead and watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders. Now, this is season two, but technically series three of uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Because season one was the first two, the first two uh, series? series of it. Um, it was okay. um, Jonathan Joestar, and then the second part, the, like the first nine episodes were about him. And then the next 10, 12 episodes were Jonathan Joestar. Well, the reason we're going to be his grandson and then the reason we're going to be watching part three is because even though he's technically English, he has his American citizenship in season three in series three. Um, And uh, he is one of my favorite American characters in anime ever. Uh, He just says the weirdest curse words all the time in a very thick Japanese accent and he's just such a great character. Um, so we're skipping the first two parts, um, mostly because this is it's theme month America, and he's technically American in part three. Sure. Um, and this is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Star Dust Crusaders. We're gonna be watching it from Crunchyroll, but Crunchyroll only has the synopsis for part one. So I got this synopsis uh for uh, I got this synopsis from Wikipedia. Okay. Set in nineteen eighty seven. The series follows Jotoro Kujo, and his comrades who have developed mysterious powers known as strands. Jotaro, his grandfather, Joseph Joestar, and their allies travel to Egypt in search of the evil and immortal vampire Dio Brando, now known solely as Dio. It was me, Dio! uh, To save Jotaro's mother, Holly, whose stand has awakened and threatens to consume her in 50 days. Meanwhile, Dio has commissioned a number of assassins with various deadly types of stands to destroy them before they can reach him. Um, okay. This is, this is where the series kind of takes a huge turn, okay? Um, and we can go ahead and talk about it more next week, but this is when, before this point, there was it, there was like an overall, overall story arc, and that's the way it is still here. There is an overarching story, but at this point, it becomes kind of a monster of the week. And mm-hmm. it usually takes them two episodes to defeat the monster. Okay. Um, but it's awesome. It's it's just super over the top and crazy. The opening credits are always just so much fun. Um, I'd recommend watching um, Mother's Basement's... Um, uh, deconstructions? Deconstructions of the opening credits. But wait until we've watched some of it because he really goes into it and gives spoilers for things that happen. Okay. Um, yeah, Mother's Basement just re- released a deconstruction
1: of the uh, Evangelion opening. Yeah. Pretty
0: recently. Yeah, I, so, Doug told,
1: Doug so, told me about Pretty that. thorough. All right, so looking forward to that next week. Yep. All right, that brings us to our next segment, which is Recommendation of the Week. This week yep. it's my turn. It's your pick. And I was browsing around YouTube earlier today and found this video was released last week. Man at Arms recently created alucard's sword from the castlevania
0: um was netflix so cool. series it was so and cool so,
1: and so my recommendation of the week is we is go out and watch the man at arms videos as they're making real versions of swords from video and, games
0: and anime and just all kinds of fantastic media i'm super happy that they're back they actually haven't made a new video since i think november of last year and the reason mm. behind that is because apparently the company and they they made their own channel and started doing their own things, but they didn't do any more Man at Arms things. Mm. Uh, they did their best to kind of keep it going, but the company apparently that wasn't that that owned that channel was going bankrupt at the time, ah. so they weren't able to make any new content. But now things have been sorted out, and they are they're back. They're making new episodes of Man at Arms, and I adore that series. It's one of my favorite shows on YouTube. Um, by the way, did you see the test episode the, the test video? For uh the Marble Machine X today? I did, playing the drums. Yeah, last week yeah, it was he's got... just a, it was just one drum
1: and it just proved the proof of concept that the marbles are going to go around and around. Second one, which was today's episode, was an additional proof of concept where he just has all the different drum types and he's just yep. playing them playing he's them around the, and setting got the, set, the two set,
0: drums and the two uh symbols set up and stuff, yeah.
1: And and the uh, the the single arm the single peg arms that uh, play whole notes sixteenths mm-hmm. on the thirds and on the offbeat and then and how we can set those all up and just get different rhythms going mm-hmm. yeah he hasn't got the uh, xylophone set in or the guitar but he's close he's close to finishing what he started more than
0: a year ago yeah maybe a year yeah. and a half ago this has just yeah. been a huge. Oh. Huge project. It's, it's been a big project. Like, I think we, I, want like, to look it, back and see.
1: If, like, so, he's been doing this Winter Garden Wednesdays where, and he numbers them based on when they come out. And it, assuming he hasn't missed any weeks, I don't know if he has or not, but I he's around he episode eight, week. he's around episode 80 or something like that. And mm. uh, which means that he's been doing this for 80 weeks. So, you know, mm-hmm. well more than.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, the, I, you know, I guess that's enough talking about YouTube and stuff like that. Let's go ahead and move on to Creator Shoutout, and it's my turn this week. Right. Um, and I want to give a shout out to Kim Sung-Hwan. I don't know if I'm saying that name correctly, but uh, I discovered him again on Imgur. Um, and on Imgur, I just saw this incredible picture of this beautiful elven princess. So I, don't, I thought it was, um, it was Princess Zelda. Uh, uh-huh. I don't think it is, though, upon further investigation. I don't think it's Zelda. But... Um, I, uh, fortunately this, 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 uh, the poster on Emger credited the artist. So I was able to follow it to his, his artstation.com site. I couldn't, I I couldn't find Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or Instagram or anything for this guy other than this site. So that's the only link we're going to have on our website, but just a shout out to his incredible artwork. It's some of the most beautiful artwork I've seen. I I can kind of see you're kind of pulling it up now on your side. Yes. Yeah. It's looking it up right now. Yeah. Oh, oh my. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, it's... This guy, this guy's a pro. He's working in the industry. He has to be. I mean, some of this stuff looks like things you might find in, you know, the concept art books that, uh, say, Mm -hmm. Blizzard would be selling. Oh, yeah. Or, um, yeah. um, And actually, some of this is formatted to be concept art for uh, various works. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um I don't, uh, so I don't know
1: I don't know that he's worked for Blizzard specifically, but mm-hmm. this is definitely uh video game or like mm-hmm. some of the stuff could some of the stuff could end up on uh Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah. Uh, that's
0: yeah. The,
1: that is the level that this is.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. Go check it out. Um I'll send you the picture of the Elven uh princess that I saw. Um but uh yeah it's it's fantastic his art is just so amazing um so go ahead and check him out if you like his stuff go ahead and support him he's got a store link there as well you can go and buy his prints and whatnot um yeah oh it looks like it looks like some of his stuff was in lineage actually so yeah he's definitely working in the in the industry but anyways Yeah, that's it for Creator Shout Out. and I guess that's that's it for this week, you know. Uh, thanks so much for watching us or listening in, however you're listening to us. Uh, if you listen to it on YouTube, please feel free to like this, uh, this episode, subscribe to our channel, and make sure you ring the notification bell if you want to go ahead and get notifications about new posts. Um, if you like what we do and want to support us, please share our channel with your friends. Uh, where can they find us on social media? Our site,
1: WhitakerWeekly.com, currently has links to our Facebook page, Twitter account, and YouTube channel. We encourage all our listeners to follow us on the social media platform of their preference, and if there's one we're not on yet, please reach out to us on one of the ones we've mentioned, and we'll broaden our scope to include you.
0: All right. Well, thanks so much for watching, you guys. Uh, I've been Andrew. I've been Lee. And this has been Whitaker Weekly. You guys have a great week.